A reading from the first book of Samuel. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve for Saul, whom I have rejected as king of Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem, for I have chosen my king from among his sons. But Samuel replied, How can I go? Saul will hear of it and kill me. To this the Lord answered, Take a heifer along and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I myself will tell you what to do. You are to anoint me for the one I point out to you. Samuel did as the Lord had commanded him. When he entered Bethlehem, the elders of the city came trembling to meet him and inquired, Is your visit peaceful, O seer? He replied, Yes, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. So cleanse yourselves and join me today for the banquet. He also had Jesse and his sons cleanse themselves and invited them to the sacrifice. As they came, he looked at Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is here before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not judge from his appearance or from his lofty stature, because I have rejected him. Not as man sees does God see, because he sees the appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and presented him before the Lord, who said, The Lord has not chosen him. Next Jesse presented Shammah, but Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. In the same way, Jesse presented seven sons before Samuel, but Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Then Samuel asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? Jesse replied, They are still the youngest who is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, Send for him. We will not begin the sacrificial banquet until he arrives here. Jesse sent and had the young man brought to them. He was ruddy, a youth handsome to behold, and making a splendid appearance. The Lord said to him, There, anoint him, for this is he. And Samuel, with the horn of oil in hand, anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David. When Samuel took his leave, he went to Ramah. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I have found David my servant. Once you spoke in a vision, and to your faithful ones you said, On a champion I have placed a crown, over the people I have set a youth. I have found David my servant. I have found David my servant with my holy oil, I have anointed him. That my hand be always with him and that my arm may make him strong. I found David my servant. He shall save me, you are my father, my God, the rock, my savior, and I will make him the firstborn highest of the kings of the earth. I found David my servant. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was passing through a field of grain on the Sabbath, his disciples began to make a path while picking the heads of grain. At this, the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and his, and his companions were hungry? How he went into the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of offering that only the priest could lawfully eat and shared it with his companions. Then he said to him, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That is why the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Again, these stories about Saul and, and David now are, are just beautiful and can give us a lot of lessons, spiritual lessons. So pretty obvious here, David is the least of, of the sons of Jesse, and that's exactly who God picks uh, the, the other sons of Jesse are, are big, mighty warriors like Saul was. Remember a couple days ago we read Saul was the, the tallest and the strongest and the most handsome man in Israel. So everyone would think, well, it's fitting that he would be our king. 
because the king's got to be this glorious sort of figure. But that's not who God really chooses. Uh, God wants David, uh, the, the runt of the litter, if you will. Um, but David also, you notice, what is he doing? He's a shepherd. He's a shepherd. So while the other sons of, of, of Jesse are, you know, maybe, again, warriors or great, uh, you know, leaders of the, of the property of Jesse, and maybe they're within the household kind of fighting amongst themselves, kind of like the apostles at the Last Supper, who's the greatest? David's just doing his own thing. He's keeping to himself. He's shepherding. He's out with the flocks in the field. You know, a shepherd has to be a spiritual individual. It's like kind of a cowboy in, in the American uh, milieu. The, the cowboy is, is out with nature. He's got the, the huge sky and the stars above him. He's by himself. He's in solitude with his animals. So the, the cowboy, the shepherd, has time to reflect. They're, they're introspective. They're interior individuals. That's the kind of king that God wants. Remember, Saul just... You know, he's, he's just blunt force and does what he thinks needs to be done, whereas, whereas David is more of a discerning sort of individual. We don't have to be mighty in, in our looks or in our you know, accomplishments. Um, that can happen, but if, if it does happen, we're, we're called to be, what, meek, discerning sort of individuals. Uh, that's... That's what God wants out of us. Every one of us can do that. Not every one of us can be mighty, but we all can be meek. When we are that way, it's that beautiful image. Uh, when when uh, David is anointed by Samuel, the spirit of the Lord rushes upon David. And then it's incredible. Remember, God didn't want Israel to have a king. Now they have a king. And not only are they going to be allowed to have a king, but the what the Messiah is going to come from. David, the line of David, King David, son of David. So that'll happen to you. The spirit of the Lord will rush upon you and you'll be made a king when you're humble. Amen.